0: Ladies and gentlemen i see right now in the waiting room the almighty aaron putnam who i just spent significant time ripping a new asshole about being late here we go dude
1: i'm so fired <laughs> yeah I, I run the light on stage I'm late. no dude I um, I, I had an animal issue this morning. Um, have you ever been woken up waken, awakened awakened uh, too early and, yeah. and you fall back asleep because you're pissed off you got a cat up your on your face. Not a good cat
0: <laughs>
1: Not a good uh. kitty. Uh, and, uh, then I fell back asleep and I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You,
0: I, I forgive you already.
1: What have you been talking about? You. Oh God. what a, ah. a week, what, wait, what a week middle I am. And I, like, no, in the no,
0: shitter. it was not like that. It was like, I did, I did extended time. It was oh. a long rant and this is how it went. I went. Let me explain something to you about comedians. First of all, back in the day, they used to have to show up in person, radio stations, some uh. dude's house. Okay. And that's that's tough. That's not easy to do. They're usually owls, these people. Yes. And, then, and then the beauty of comedy is, and the pandemic is Zoom made it right. so we, we don't have to do that anymore. And there's still... Sleeping away their careers in their bed and missing great out. I just I'm killing you. I'm like, ah, oh, this fuck. I was this killing. Guy,
1: it's got who's gonna show up and who's gonna show up now? Oh, oh shit. Man. I'm usually so, pretty punctual, actually, but anyways. Well, it you. was
0: no no no, it's fine. And, and what's funny is because I set it up. Um, I was like, you know, it's bad enough that the headliner, Burke, doesn't have the wherewithal to actually get his ass out of bed on a zoom. To talk about his show. Oh, the
1: thing is, he's like a certified genius. And so they, they don't wake up until like, you know, they wake up in a different way. You know, they have oh. to, they're on their own thing, you know. But then he just kills on stage.
0: You know? Okay. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, I've been talking a lot. Uh, about uh, about what is going on and, uh, and the, the Best of Chicago comedy tour is coming to Rockford Lanes here in West Michigan. So that's cool. Um, I think that with comedy getting back, you got Thursday tonight, in fact. Um, uh, Jordan uh, Garnett is going to be at Spectrum Lanes, and then you and, uh, and Burke are going to be at Rockford Lanes uh, with, uh, with Don Veldman trying to uh, find his way, get back into comedy. Take me through... I mean Jesus what what have you how has it gone for you man have you, you tell did, me about all the things you've had to do during this pandemic
1: Well when it started um, I got asked to do all these Zoom shows and I told them all to take a hike cuz I'm I'm just not that kind of comedian like I can't st- I mean I God bless the guys that can can write can write jokes like that and just you know just throw them into the into space like that I mean I don't do it I saw someone do one with their with like a fake microphone or then you know then some people are just doing it with their hands you know if you've done late night I guess it's a little easier but um you know that's all gone anyways but uh so I skipped all that and I started doing some private gigs at rehab so um you know people that just came off heroin they're good audience members <laughs>
0: Uh, wow. This I thought it was a joke. You actually went in because you are recovering like like me. We're both in the same yes, boat.
1: I'm, I'm in recovery. So I got lucky like five years ago with um, someone saw me at a show at Zany's and they came up to me and they said, I'm the clinical dr- director of a rehab and um, we like to be progressive. So instead of like giving them finger paints or like you're a tree, you're a tree, you know, like they, they want to give them something else. So I came up with this like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I came up with this uh, kind of a little AA thing for you, a fourth step, kind of dig into your guts a little bit because that's where the funny stuff is anyways after you you get through the tragedy. So teaching them how to write a premise and then I'd perform for them. So basically what I was doing was I was giving myself like 30 minutes on stage a week doing that. And then I was planning these events. So like on a Friday night, I was going to Indiana Center for Recovery. I went to... um, just a bunch all over Illinois, some, some out, out West, like all over the place. So that's turned into something. And I bring other comics that don't necessarily have to be sober, but at least, uh, talk about, you know, drugs and alcohol in past tense or how bad they were or whatever, you know? So that <laughs> Aaron Putnam comedian who is late as fuck.
0: No, that's, that's <laughs> fucking sweet. You know, it's cause you know, what's funny is, um, whenever there's a speaker meeting, um, I love those because these people get up there and they're telling their life story yeah. and, and it's, it just crushes. It's fucking funny shit. It's so good because they always tell it like, you won't believe this next part. And then, and then some of the shit, No, not all of them are like that. You get somebody who's like, oh yeah, there's, You I mean, it's sad. It's, it's, it's somebody who's hurt, but occasionally you'll get somebody up there who I think, I think there's talent. In that type of storytelling, don't yeah, you? Maybe
1: I, I'm looking at these comments right now. These people are mean.
0: Oh, they're all fucking idiots. Oh my
1: God. Could this guy be any more boring? I'll smack him. Who, Mark C. Who's that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, w- when you, w- I'm sorry. I command. No, you. it's okay. Go ahead. I command comedians still working during these soft times. You got to navigate through the storm of your snowflakes in order not to get canceled.
0: Okay. He, <laughs> he's actually, he, he likes you. Yeah. Okay.
1: If, he, uh, if he's into women waking up with a cat on your face can be great. That was a joke for the persons of Mark C. Said, <laughs> I woke up with not a good pussy on my face. So that was a bit right away. Fucking-
0: Dude. I just spent significant time just before you, cause first I beat you up and then I beat up an audience member who yeah. I, 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 this, this was the bit I was talking about my father. And of then we'll course
1: get, he vapes, he says. Yes. <laughs> sorry, ahead, sorry,
0: sorry. No, uh, listen to this. I was talking uh, about my father and I, uh, the, the bit was this because I bring my dad on the show every. Th- uh, Wednesday. Now he's eighty-seven. He's got dementia, and I was talking about when I talk to him from time to time. It's hilarious the things he forgets. And then the bit was, I go, I tell you what, uh, of all the things that are going to take someone's life, dementia is the most hilarious. It's It's, fucking, it's a lot funnier than cancer. It blows cancer away. Well, d- and that, you know, dude, the, the best, the best thing.
1: I mean, dementia. Seriously, I mean, I've seen someone go through it where. All the all the dogs in the cellar come out and they say things like, "Oh, I didn't know that you were, you were gay, Grandpa." Or, oh my! <laughs> so the navy the navy was better than you than than you said, huh? Yes. There you go, yes. Mark
0: C. Yes. So I say that, and one of my diehards is a P1 listener. His name is Brian. He's known as Bleeding Heart Brian. I get right. this. I get this seriously worded. I mean, this guy loves everything I say. I took that was that hit too close to home, and this. I'm like, oh, you God. fucking asshole. What the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, it's it's constant. okay that okay
1: that was funny now he's back that's just this is how how sensitive we are as comics too i'm just so triggered i wish i was on stage right now
0: i'm the same way i'm the same way i can't i just whenever i post anything like i i i'll I'll get a lot of great feedback and then you get some people who then they don't like the joke so what they do is they say something personal about me i'm making a joke and then they get so pissed because a lot of my jokes i have to publish on facebook or i'll say on here and then people lose their shit it's like you fucking asshole and it's because they all have the nerve to do that because they're not in my face at a comedy show it's a little bit because you could kick their ass right there you know oh i i i, I love I, lo- I
1: love a good heckler in the audience i i mean i i dig deep right into their feelings i mean i, I kind i find out exactly what really bothers them i can see it and i just crush them you know? yeah but uh, but it's all in good fun you know just yeah uh,
0: absolutely That's no but right. i
1: was late mark's right you know
0: well, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get a li- this is a tough crowd and, uh, and I give it to them hard every day. Yeah. And, and this, and these are the diehards, the one that watch it live. Cause I, I'll pu- everything we say here, will publish for the audio podcast. The majority of the people who get the show, get it from there.
1: But yeah, gotcha.
0: the fact that these people sit down, watch, listen for two hours every single day these are these are the ones who do it so yeah uh, uh, i I love them i'm thankful for it if i didn't have them i'm very fortunate and i've said this before to be able to go from radio and then um still be able to earn a living because 20 years ago 10 years ago you just couldn't do it it was just impossible so
1: yeah i mean you you did the radio for a long time right
0: yeah, a whole real long time, and
1: yeah, um, Voss and those guys still talk about when he sat them down. Didn't didn't Boss like <laughs> fart during the thing or something?
0: He did. Uh, it, it was he is boy, what a character. Talk, um, about
1: a, talk about dude. I was just on the road with him. Talk about a grumpy fuck dude. He roasted somebody in the audience. Like his comebacks are so quick, but like dude, he's he he did an hour and twenty minutes on a show on a Thursday. Holy shit! And I was like. What are you doing? He goes. I was killing. I was. I was killing. (laughs) I was like, dude. He goes. Are you hungry? I go. I. I. I was yesterday. I mean, now it's. I mean, it's tomorrow. I mean, I. uh, No. (laughs) He said.
0: He's an incredible comeback, uh, I mean, considering where Rich was. To be even alive, I think. Is, oh, dude, yeah. Dude, I mean,
1: and he cares a lot about recovery. I don't know what makes it all about recovery. Yeah, he. Uh, we did some shows together and uh, some live shows a couple, like last month, and then he came out to a rehab and spoke there. And, you know, the guy's done well his whole life. He's he's worked really hard. I mean, anyone that goes on the road 48 weekends a year, you know what I mean?
0: Um I love his podcast because I love what Bonnie says to him. I love when she just says shut the fuck up, you know? I mean oh, she's well, it's yeah. really good. I really um, enjoy that show.
1: I mean they love each other dearly, but yeah, she can she can their their kid will roast anyone harder than that. I mean, uh, Raina is probably the funniest person I've ever met. I mean, like the, the, her kid is just hilarious. I mean, raised being raised by two comedians with that much sarcasm, I mean, it's insane.
0: You um how, how would you describe what you did for that show? You were a facilitator for the creeps with kids tour. Oh, okay, You're okay, in charge well, of everything with Robert Kelly, Jim Florentine, Ron Bennington, Rich Voss. Yeah. You-
1: well, uh, you know, I put on a producer hat for that show and, um, you know, we made some good money. And the problem was, you know, the venue, I show up there and this fucking drug addict sound guy shows up like nodding out and going like, you know, like, hey man it's not my fault i don't know what's wrong with the soundboard and i said and i and i just dude we had to have this we had to have this, the, the lights on in the auditorium because oh. there was no stage light and then we had this dim ass spotlight that would be like you couldn't see i mean uh. you see so they're all stressed out but me of all people i'm the one that i get blamed for losing my shit all of a sudden bobby hears me like you mother i said i said i "I swear to god if you don't get these fucking and bobby's like aaron calm down i go you're telling me to calm down you
0: You (laughs) so yeah i mean uh, in terms of showbiz doing a show there's very particular things you want the room dark you want the spotlight bright and just very basic uh, logistic things that I have to go down, and in this particular theater in Chicago, it was a shit show.
1: Yeah, and and, and the prick that owned the place, uh, he he flipped my money, and and paid us in a mo- a month later. So I I you know the, I paid those guys so they you know didn't ruin my reputation or whatever. And so I said I basically it was about Christmas before he paid me, and I was like I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to ruin Christmas. You white devil is this you know this kid he's like this clean cut like you know oh i'm a good guy i'm like no you're not you took my money to pay you know insane clown posse that you had the month before because i know how it goes when people flip the money yeah so oh look at this look at this comment i'm sorry no no it's okay go ahead give us a hard time give us a hard time but we also understand it comes from a middle-aged middle-aged guy wearing a flat brim ball cap <laughs> yeah go yankees too you cunt <laughs> Fuck
0: you! That is uh, Dirk in Clearwater, Florida. So. He, oh,
1: he's down there in Florida. I hope somebody cuts yeah. your face yeah. off on a <laughs> an ounce of hypnol. <laughs> Florida, man. I was I was just down in Miami. I mean, even in Miami, you can just feel that someone's getting murdered. It's it's like it's just maybe there's nice parts of it. Who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But safest you know.
1: place is a nursing home, maybe.
0: Um, um let, me, let me, ask you this. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that tour was gigantic. How did yes. you get wound up in that? I mean, that's really spectacular.
1: Well, well, I mean, I mean, I've been opening for Bobby for a, a bunch. I've been doing a bunch of shows with Bobby for a year, like three or four years. Uh-huh. And, um, so it was kind of his idea. And then I was like, you know, I, I'll take it, you know, I, I took on Chicago and we tried to do Michigan, but, uh, Mount Clemens, uh, is where the Emerald theater was. And that yeah. didn't, that didn't do as well It did okay you know what i mean but it's just like um you know these ona fans and stuff they're they're in certain parts of the country and ona's a long time ago and even with ron's reach you know mount clemens if you know that area it's like you don't get the real the money's on the other side of the highway and it really divides into like a kind of a shitty area and i don't think a lot of people want to travel for it so well it's all right. we we got through it but um i don't know if they're going to do it anymore i'd love i'd i'd love for them to do one more in chicago but you know, uh, got to get everyone together. Everyone's got to, the band's got to be on the same page.
0: Have you been following um, the progression of Opie from Opie and Anthony?
1: I have not, man, and I, I feel like the whole thing is kind of just dead. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, there's very few of us <laughs> left that appreciate. It. So yeah, I don't know anything about it. I really don't. Uh,
0: he's, he's, yeah, he's been he's been podcast. Well, there's a there's a podcast called Who Are These Podcasts, which I talk about a lot. And- right those guys, I don't know if you've heard of that show, they end up they they review podcasts. Just a guy named Carl who's from anywhere USA and he's gotten to be quite good at it and a lot of Famous comics have started to really like him. E Rock from uh, Opie and Anthony's show okay. uh, has become an ally, and so has Anthony. Anthony has become a big ally of the show. Right. And Carl has been reviewing Opie for extended time because Opie's apparently losing his fucking mind.
1: Yeah, that's and, possible. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, th- they all kind of are. I think it's just, it's just like, what are we doing here?
0: Yeah. You know, my it's God.
1: Like, yeah, I don't know. Jim and Sam is just a different thing. And yeah, I don't know, man.
0: But uh, Um, can I want to get back to working with uh, vulnerable people in that environment, like in rehab and things like that, and about telling stories when you have those uh, meetings where people tell their life story and things like that, because does, does yours have a moment that if you, when you're telling people about it, they go, Oh my God, this is killing. Do you have any of
1: those moments? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, cause you know, I have a whole hour that's like all about recovery. So, I mean, I mean, I have jokes that are really just true stories about things about, you know, you know, you know, you know, getting off Suboxone or like, you know, you know, you know, I'm getting, you know, waking up in a Walmart parking lot, you know, just different shit, you know, so they're going to laugh about it. Some of them do some of them are self, you know, I call it the frozen pineapple. And if you talk about an audience, it's hard to get, if you read a room, you walk into a room of 35 people that just came off hard drugs. They're like, try to make me laugh, motherfucker. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah they, they do appreciate it, though. And they appreciate the, you know, people coming out and doing it and whatnot. So
0: I love that. I love all of that. And, um, you know, I think once you get to um, once you get to that point and you chisel off that exterior and then you have a conversation afterwards, you're having a smoke outside or something like that. That's it's the meeting after the meeting to me. That yeah, oh, uh, yeah, uh, you, the, you know what yeah. I mean?
1: Yeah, the meeting. The, yeah, we. I was doing a lot of those during. Zoom. I did do a lot of those during Zoom with um with some comics. We were doing like a, a meeting, and then the parking lot meeting was like just fun roast fest, fests, talking about. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Because then you know you get someone that comes up to you too and just says like, "I like what you said," and you know I went through that. You know, because there is a real serious. I don't want to take any of the, you know, it's it's serious shit. You know what I mean? But you know, I'm coming up on. Uh, on an on a anniversary and it's like you know it took me a long time to get to a place where like i'm not gonna pick up you know what i mean you know? uh,
0: how many years have been for you
1: uh, it'll be nine uh, august 8th
0: tw- i hit 25 in june hell yeah you congratulations to you nine years uh, nine years that's great
1: yeah dude man congratulations Twenty. that's big man it's good it's just, you know and I, that's why i still go to meetings because you know you meet the newcomers and do all that stuff and those, those people keep you sober just by remembering how, you know, you came in like hammered shit. You can, you can show up late for meetings.
0: (laughs) Was it, was it your, did you have a significant other that got you to the point? What, uh,
1: uh, you know, I, um, I was, uh, not with my wife, but, um, we, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I held, I called it holding hostages. You know I mean? I, I, I was with a woman that says I, I stole the, best seven years of her life you know because as an addict you always want to keep somebody around you need them for you know do you use people you know yeah i mean dude yeah i had some tumultuous relationships you know things that uh, amends that are never going to happen some people you know this one person hates me more every year like a fine wine she gets it's like she ages like a fine wine she's just like it's like no yeah yeah even this year it's better it's it's more there's more rage (laughs) just uh, because they just can't believe that you know, I have this one guy that was like he was like, "Oh, glad you're doing better if he, on social media." He's like, "Glad you're doing better. Uh, where's my $200?" You know, like people are mad, you know, it's like there's some people are just like, "I thought he was dead." You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm like, "Do you want me to be alive? I mean I, mean, I don't think anyone wants me dead, but I mean, yeah. no one's really losing any sleep that I'm sober or you know, no one's going to yeah. oh, be sober, you know." And
0: and and what Aaron's referring to is all the people he wronged when he was a drunk. And you and what yeah. you do de- what you do is Eventually, there's going to be a point when he may try to make amends if it doesn't harm them. In some cases, in some cases, you don't because you know it will. But uh, if you at least throw it out there, they may at some point reconcile that amongst themselves and be willing to. And there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with them because we've both fucked people up in the past in bad ways
1: well yeah and the thing is in general like what i what i say about the program too is you know people that aren't addicts could use it the same way in their life because people are pieces of shit and they you know they withhold information because nobody wants to you know nobody wants to get ahead of anything in the right way i mean you know see someone like louis like louis ck it's like you know, the guy, the guy, the only thing that he, you know, that he really could have done that could have helped him and helped the whole situation is because he dealt with all that many years before it came out and kind of got better and got help. If he did have sort of said, you know what, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to eat the crow. I'm going to surprise these people and have somebody reach out to them and go, listen, I was a piece of shit and none of this would happen. But instead, you know, we, what we do, the human beings we try to like cool that that foot hasn't dropped we're good you know and, and it's gonna drop dude it's always gonna drop it comes out in the wash and it's when you least expect it. You get blindsided with it
0: so at some point when you try to like okay let's just say hypothetical person has a shit ton of trouble in the past and then says okay now i'm gonna fly straight if he hasn't reconciled all that shit, it could come back and wreck everything
1: well, yeah, and, you know it's like that dumb show of my name is earl or whatever it's kind of like that it's like if you really yeah wanna, if you really want to clean up your shit, one you just it's you know just being honest in general it's a lot easier an easier way to live your life there's no chaos there's no drama but you know there's things you need to take care of and, and like i said you know it's it's not up to us to anyone for the, how the other person reacts to what you say but it's like for you it's so it's almost like you still it's still a selfish thing in a way but it's like i have to tell you this is what i did or what i what i'm sorry for and i, I hope that you can take that as a way of some kind of um resolution you know like re- get resolved of if it's still bothering you and what can i do and especially if it's financial
0: you know what i mean yeah absolutely
1: yeah, I like this guy's comment. Very little to remember when you don't lie. David Mamet, tell the truth. It's the easiest thing to remember.
0: <laughs> okay, there That's you true. go. Yeah, because you, you, then you don't get caught in a lie.
1: Well, it's just insane, you know, and you never forget when you owe somebody money. You know what I mean? Right. No matter what. And the first thing you do is you bring it up. You see somebody that you know. I used to be like that. I'd see. There's like that Bronx Tale movie. You'd be like, you'd see the person. They wouldn't even bring it up. You're like, dude, I'm gonna get you that hundred bucks. And they're, like, well, they're like, sure, man. Whenever you really are gonna
0: do it. Uh, talk to me about your podcast, the Man Child and Yogi. Uh, the Man Child and the Yogi.
1: This is the room. I don't know if you can see it a little bit. Eh, whatever. There's a. Um, it's my wife and I. Um, we haven't done it in a little while. 'Cause we've been pretty busy, but um we get on there and mostly we just we we shoot the shit and uh you know I'm the man child, she's the yogi, so she she's sane and I'm insane. That's kind of how that goes. But we talk about everything from recovery uh to our careers to um whatever may be going on um just in our lives. Is that my cat?
0: that's your dog. Oh, is
1: that my dog? Yeah, that is yeah, my dog. <laughs>
0: that's way back in March. Your dog. Yeah. You're. what a chill dog that is, wearing oh, glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, he's, <laughs> he's
1: he's got his readers on. Um, yeah. So you know, it's funny. My wife started her own podcast called All Things Yoga, and it's already got like Patreon members, Because <laughs> she because she's been doing yoga so long, like she has a following. So, uh, to be honest, most of the people that listen are um, are. Uh, our yogis and different people, uh, that have followed, um, her stuff. And then some, some comedians, then some fans I have from shows I've done around the country and whatnot. I don't know what, Oh, you know what that is too? Is uh, a bunch of her yoga stuff goes on that page.
0: Yeah. By the way, she just has a look of patient. I I mean, she is, she is absolutely stunning to me. Oh, thank you so much. I yeah. I, I I so uh, uh, can can relate to the I don't know just something about women who are patient and have problem child husbands like uh, <laughs> like you know uh, my my wife has that same thing she's got this kook husband. Who's just, I mean, your wife and my wife, I can just, I am instinctually knowing we they would be pals for life.
1: Yeah, but they got to meet for sure. You know, the thing with my wife is like people think that like, oh, because of the yoga, she just was like chosen to be that way. She's actually a pistol herself and she needs the, like she does the yoga for a reason. Like, so, yeah. she, so she doesn't snatch somebody's, you know yeah throat, you know i mean it's just it's really i need to do it more you know it, it it it's definitely helps for sure but uh you know the the podcast needs um we had some people on like i had a guy on that um you know recovered from heroin and homeless and stuff and talking to him about their stories and some of these you know it's it's i thought it was just gonna be funny all the time and it's really not it's a lot of times it's just really really good you know what i mean
0: yeah and, well any type of content there's two things funny compelling that's it if it is if it's either of those it can you can have compelling for two hours doesn't matter yeah that's that'll keep them that's all you gotta worry about
1: yeah i mean i swear to god yeah because like you know i I get invited on these comedy podcasts and stuff and i'm like if it's like six comics just talking about comedy i want to throw up it's just like who like i don't know if anyone gives a shit unless it's somebody big someone wants to listen to burr talk about comedy something yeah probably you know what i mean me no
0: yeah
1: there's a lot of those in chicago like just a bunch of dudes that live you know with six roommates and they got to put a podcast together and they're like talking about some open you know it's like what is going on
0: right on right on man uh this is awesome man you've 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 won the room because and here's why i know that uh first of all i'm engaged second of all you notice how the the, uh, comments have, have have whittled away to nothing they haven't said shit yeah, be, yeah. That's because you won them over. You didn't mute them, right? Is that why? No, I don't. I don't dare. They would kill me if I muted them. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally I'll put them in timeout. But no one's done anything enough yeah, to warrant. And frankly, you've deserved every bit of it because well, you were I, fucking late.
1: I, I do, I do. <laughs> and if Mark, Mark sees in Grand Rapids, tell me to have a free ticket to come out, come out oh, to the show.
0: Okay. Yeah, Mark C, get with me, and I'll I'll make sure that your name is at the door with Big Dick Don over at Rockford Lane. So yeah, this is what I want everybody to do. You have a Friday night, and you have Don, a sponsor on the show, trying to get back on his feet. It's incredibly important that a packed house sees his shows, because then the comics are happy. They come back. You're happy because you're enjoying a great show. You're going out. You're having drinks. You're going to bowl a few frames. Son of a bitch. Uh, Why would you not go to this show?
1: Oh, man, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Please come out to the show. Adam Burke's an amazing comedian as well. Uh, NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me Me. I got a guy from Detroit, Diego Atanasio. So it should be a good show.
0: And you can even give Burke shit for ha- not having the wherewithal to wake up, because while you were fucked because you were late, he's even worse because he can't wake up.
1: Oh, my God. It I just would have never worked. It would have been insane.
0: Is it- okay. Um, All right. I need to look at my schedule because I have something. I am podcasting at 7 p.m. Um, on Friday night. Okay. So, uh, what time you're, are you going to start? What time will you actually take the stage? Do you think
1: I'll probably take the stage at eight fifteen?
0: Ah, shit! I'll still be podcasting then. You'll still I be do podcasting. A, yeah, I do. I do. I do a Patreon podcast, but uh, 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 there's still no that. reason. There's still no reason why I can't at least try to bust my ass to get out and see the back half of the show or some well, shit. Well,
1: hopefully, yeah. If you can, let me know, and I'll put you on the list too
0: okay hey aaron thank you so much buddy and yeah, uh, buddy. again uh if, if for those who want to know check out a a fun podcast Manchild man child and and the man child and the yogi podcast is there a website or anything i need to check out uh, yeah yeah my my,
1: my my uh website uh new one is up um there's two up right now but go to the one aaron putnam live.com it's got all my dates all across the country and um Stuff like that. So follow
0: I'll, up. Yep. And I'll put all this in the notes of the audio podcast. Okay. So appreciate it. Check so much.
1: I'm so sorry I was late. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening in.
0: Oh, man. You, you did great. You did great. Way to, way to make up for it. You, you fucking fixed it. I'm happy. All
1: right. all right. I'll call you in an hour and apologize. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Don't worry about it, you asshole. All right. All right. Okay. T- Bye. T- Bye. T- tell your wife I said hi. She seems awesome. All right. I will most definitely. Okay. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. some me You took away everything I had to put the